Praise the Lord, and welcome back. It's me, praise the Lord, Sister Sheree Victoria, a.k.a. Victorious Warrior. Praise be to God. I pray that you all had a very sweet sleep last night. I pray that you all have woken to be energized and uplifted and joyful with peace in Jesus' mighty name. So praise God, you guys. I just want to give honor and glory and praise and thanks to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. For he is amazing. Okay. (laughs) I just want to thank God for just continually being my keeper. Oh, that's kind of loud. For being my strength. For being my all in all. That is who he is, my all in all. And I just want to give glory and honor and praise. Hallelujah, because I would not be here without him. So I just thank him for another day and opportunity to get closer to him and to serve him and to seek him with all of my heart. In Jesus' name, praise the Lord. Father, I just thank you. We humble ourselves before you. We repent, Father, of every sin, sins known and unknown, in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Lord, we just give you glory, we give you praise, and we just thank you. We're truly grateful, Father, to be able to wake up again, to be able to draw closer to you. In Jesus' mighty name, Father, for you, Lord God, are undefeated. There is no one like you. No one can stand up against you. We thank you, Father, for you are all-powerful. You are the forgiver of our sins. You are our healer. Lord God, you provide for us. You deliver us. You protect us. You keep us. You are the great I am. You are the ancient of days. And we say thank you, Lord. You created us, Father, before our parents, our mother and father even knew who we were. Father, we say thank you. Hallelujah. Father God, we're praying, God, that we all will fall in love with who you are in the mighty name of Jesus. Taking time to study the word of God, taking time to read the word of God, gaining more wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of you and of the word. Hallelujah. God, we just say thank you. And I pray, Father, that you will fill us up even more, more of your anointing, more power of you, and more power of the Holy Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Strengthen us on today. Add upon us even more of your joy, more of your peace, more of your love and compassion and grace. We thank you, Father, for the mercy you bestow upon us every day. New mercies in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. So praise God, you guys. Hallelujah. Jesus. If I feel like the music is louder as I speak. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into the reading of the Word of God. So, we're in Proverbs chapter 18. Meet me there. Praise the Lord. 
So Proverbs 18 says, Through desire a man, having separated himself, seeketh and intermeddleth with all wisdom. A fool hath no delight in understanding, but that his heart may discover itself. When the wicked cometh, then cometh also contempt, and with ignominy, reproach. The words of a man's mouth are as deep waters, and the wellspring of wisdom as a flowing brook. It is not good to accept the person of the wicked, to overthrow the righteous in judgment. Mm. A fool's lips enter into contention, and his mouth calleth for strokes. A fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are the snare of his soul. The words of a talebearer are as wounds, and they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. Jesus. He also that is slothful in his work is brother to him that is a great waster. Mm. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. Thank you, Lord. The rich man's wealth is his strong city and as an high wall in his own conceit. Before destruction, the heart of man is haughty and before honor is humility. Jesus, he that, he that answereth a matter before he heareth it it is folly and shame unto him. The spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity, but a wounded spirit who can bear? Jesus. The heart of the prudent gets of knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeketh knowledge. Jesus. Verse 16, it says, A man's gift maketh room for him, and bringeth him before great men. Seventeen, he that is first in his own cause seemeth just, but his neighbor cometh and searcheth him. Jesus. The lot causeth contentions to cease and parteth between the mighty. A brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city, and their contentions are like the bars of a castle. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it eat the fruit thereof. Jesus. Whoso findeth a wife findeth a good thing. Hallelujah. 
and obtaineth favor of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The poor useth entreaties, but the right, uh, but the rich answereth roughly. Mm. Jesus. And the last verse, which is verse 24. A man that hath friends must show himself friendly. And there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Hallelujah. So Proverbs 18 actually has a lot of the um, scriptures. Praise the Lord for the reading of the word of God before I begin to speak. God bless your name. Hallelujah. Proverbs 18 has a lot of the um, scriptures that I'm, I, I hear all the time. So I thank God for that to remind me exactly where they are. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But let's go ahead and let's kind of comb through some of these. Praise the Lord. And as soon as I desire to write, I can't find my pen. Jesus. Okay. I just have to remember, remember to come back to Proverbs 18. Okay. So let's go ahead and touch upon number 21, which, you know, a lot of people heard, I know. Um, and maybe some people have not. So let me just say that. Um, 21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Jesus and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So we all know we have to be very careful about the words that flow out of our mouths, what we put in the atmosphere, because it comes into manifestation. Our words have power. So, uh, thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm just reminded of a situation and circumstance. So there are people out there that actually they just talk just to talk, right? And they really do not value the words that that's, that they're saying. They really don't give um, importance or value to the words that they are saying. They're just speaking to just speak. And I remember I had said this a couple of times to, to other people. I just said, like, I just don't hold conversation to hold conversation. Hey, there has to be an importance. There has to be a purpose to the reason what I am speaking out of my mouth. So if I'm saying something, because this is what I value. I value my words and I love whatever I'm putting out into the atmosphere because it's going to be fruitful or it's going to cause death to a situation. So we have to be really like understanding in this point. That we should not just be holding conversation just to hold conversation. We should not just be speaking just to be speaking. And you're not meaning anything from it. Lord Jesus. And it's very sad to hear someone say, Oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just holding conversation. I mean, I don't really mean it. It's like you really do not understand the power <coughs> that we have been given. You really don't understand that the, the what the words that come out of our mouth, it comes into the airways. It is all powerful. It's power that God has given us. And he's given us death and life. The choice. Because it's all in the power of our own tongue. So this is why we should think before we speak. Jesus, we should think before we speak. If people could really grasp the importance of 
the words that flow out of their mouths. I seriously would think people will be a lot more careful to think how and what they are saying. Jesus. Come on now. We're reading the word of God. What is in the word of God? Words of life. Words of living waters. Words that flows and add upon us. It enriches us. It encourages us. It uplifts us. It empowers us. These are words. It's no difference from what comes out of your mouth. So understand this. If you're speaking just to be speaking, you are wasting away your air. You are wasting away what God has given us. And I used to think it was harsh for me to even say, I'm like, look, I'm not interested in just holding conversation just to be holding conversation. Like, what, what is this? I want to hear, you know important talk. I want to hear deep talk. I want to hear intelligent talk. It, you know, where we can converse. I just don't want you to just to, you know, you know, people out there, men and women, okay? Because I'm not going to put no gender on this because everybody does it. They speak and they're talking to please you. So whatever they're saying, they're saying in hopes of just to please you with the words that they're saying they don't even value what they're saying so in turn for me I'm a questioner I question things because if it don't make sense I'm like okay hold up wait a minute (laughs) did you mean to say that because I'm a person that will cause you to think God has blessed me with that I'm someone that will challenge you so that you could be better, so you can see, because some people really don't know. You know, you've been a salesperson for years, and now, you know, it has intermingled into your whole life. So now, when you're speaking, no one really believes what you're saying, because your words don't even have value. Others can actually see. God is giving a lot of different gifts out there. People can actually see if you really mean what you say. So if people are not taking you seriously or people are always thinking like, okay, what you're saying is a joke or they can't really believe you, you got to look at your heart. You have to look at yourself because what you're putting out, you, it can, you can't determine how people perceive it. But if it's flowing from a purity, if it's flowing from a place of pureness and if it's flowing from a place of value, take heed. Something is not right there. And if someone is finally letting you know, hey, look, you got to come into actually thinking about the things that you're saying first. And when you speak, do you believe what you're saying? Do you believe? Do you even value your words that flow out of your own mouth? How can you expect someone else to believe what you're saying if you don't even put a value on the words that come out of your own mouth? Jesus. I'm just saying, Lord God is good. Let me tell y'all, there is a lot of knowledge and wisdom in the word of God. 
I just pray that as we read the word of God, that God blesses us with his understanding. Because some people, it just don't click. And you got to get deep with this thing. You can't just read it and then, okay, I'm God. No, you got to, you got to search out the scriptures. You got to dig deep. You got to, you know, break the words down. You got to seek God for the understanding and wait upon him to give you revelation. Because he would do it. Hallelujah. Jesus, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord Jesus. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's go ahead and get into the next one. Verse 22 says, Hey, whoso findeth a wife, findeth a good thing. I had to give praise on that because that's one of my favorite scriptures, Lord Jesus. And that is what I am hoping to be one of these days or, you know, whenever. <laughs> um, you know, as a single person, you you desire that. Okay, let me go ahead. I'm, I'm about to read this. Okay, verse 22. Whoso findeth a wife findeth a good thing and obtain a favor of the Lord. Okay, let's go ahead and break this down real quickly. I'm just going to give my, uh, what I was about to say. Is that um, before, you know, this used to be like my all in all. Like I used to be like, you know, Lord, you know, help me to be, you know, a wife. And Lord, help me to be good to, you know, who my husband is. And help me to, you know, um, resemble and really emulate a good wife, you know, um, someone that, you know, helps and everything that the uh, Proverbs chapter 31 says, I want to be a virtuous woman. And I remember I used to pray this prayer. And then um, a couple of years ago, I remember um, being in this group and, you know, that's what they was all about is just like praying for your future spouse and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And what happened to me was that God woke my my mental up and he touched my heart because the desire to want to be married, to be a wife was more so the, the, the desire to actually love on God and to get to know who he was. And so the Lord was just beginning to show me that a lot of people idolize marriage. A lot of people put this before him and it's unintentionally sometimes, but I am speaking to whoever hears this and I pray that you begin to do, you know, sidestep from a second, repent, Lord Father, forgive me for putting something else, a thought or in a desire above you, because this is what I've learned. Thank you, Lord. It's that when I put God first in everything, even even in my desires that I once desired, when I allow God to shift and fill those areas in me, when I allow myself to fall in love with God first and to know and to get to know who he is, to draw closer to him, to fall in love with reading the word of God, to fall in love with worshiping him, to lay before him, to begin to be sanctified by the word of God. This is what causes me to be aware wife because first I am married to God. So it says, it says, whoso findeth a wife. Now this ain't saying for you to go find somebody else's wife that's already been married. So please don't take that. (laughs) Don't take that scripture like that. No, you're not taking nobody else's wife. That, that, that's sin. Okay. That's adultery. All right. I want you to pay attention. You women out there, I want you to pay attention. It says, whoso findeth a wife, findeth a good thing. 
Okay, wait a minute. What does that mean? That means that you are a wife before you are found. That means your singleness, and this is why it's a choice. That means in your singleness, you're not looking to entertain no other man. For my fellas, that means in your singleness, you are not entertaining no other woman. Because we are first married to God. Now, I know it don't say, you know, because uh, it don't say uh, whosoever findeth a husband. You know why? Because the husband's duty, the man's duty is to pursue the woman. It says it here. Come on now. Come on now. So all of this mess that we're seeing with people, uh, women proposing to men. Come on now. They ain't nothing but the enemy. Come on, man. Take your rightful place the head of a household what does that truly mean you are the leader of the household got these men oh you know um desiring the things of what a woman should desire no and i'm gonna speak on it because i mean speaking the truth should no man be like okay well when when a woman gonna uh you know take me out whatever okay guess what this is what i truly believe in the midst of dating or in the midst of going to find a wife because I don't see courting and I'm going to continue to keep you know looking but it says whoso findeth a wife findeth a good thing okay so you get two things okay (laughs) actually you get three things when you find a wife okay It says, whoso findeth a wife, that's one thing, you get a wife, findeth a good thing, okay? Not only you find a wife, you findeth a good thing. Now, the third thing, and you obtain what? Favor of the Lord. That is three. Favor is something you cannot buy, okay? Hallelujah. So, you have to be very, what? Spiritually minded to seek God and who he has for you. Jesus. That is the blessing behind it. So, you know, come on now. The leader, the head of household, this is what you are. This is who you are. Do not allow society and social social media, about to say socia. <laughs> Do not allow social media and all these other things to take away what the man stood for and stands for. Bless the mindset, hallelujah, in Jesus' mighty name. So for my women out there, let me tell you something. I had to learn this. In my singleness, you have a choice in your singleness. In your singleness, you can choose to entertain every possible interest. Or you can choose to entertain God and fall in love with him and wait upon the Lord to confirm who he has for you. Wait on God to send who he has for you to you. But the blessing behind all of this is that all this stuff goes deeper. When God has someone specifically for someone, no one that you continue to encounter with or someone that you dating, it it, it won't work, it won't work out. Because there are certain people that God has placed together. And so in spite of how good someone may be or what the potential may be for someone, if it doesn't work out, it's because you are actually going against another force. And that force is undefeated. 
Okay? That force is God. Okay? That spirit, that strongness that you feel, that is the Lord. So we can't always get what we quote unquote want, but God blesses us with who we need, who is going to help bring forth the work that he has. Now, mind you, God sees and knows everything. So he sees past what we can't see. He sees the heart of the man. He sees the heart of the woman. So I just want to encourage you, you know, some people, if you know you, that's why we can't really compare ourselves. Somebody else can get with someone and you know, that person is great. You know, they really don't have a a particular assignment or um, a calling. So guess what? That relationship just works because they're working together. There's not really anything that's really forcing them not to be together. So it just kind of works, right? But then there's other people who have been called by God, right? And they're trying to get into relationships and it's just not working. There are certain things that happens or God actually speaks and says, this is not my will. Whoa. When God speaks and says, and you're, you're in the process of actually getting to, to be with someone. And, you know, at first I thought this was just me, but guess what? No, I have read different books. I've heard different women's testimonies. I have listened and heard different pastors who are women. That's given the same testimony. So that's how I know it's real. When God speaks to us and those who are actually at the feet of Jesus and he is speaking and we're inquiring, God is preparing us to hear. And he says, this is not my will. We can't just continue to go in that relationship no matter how much we love that individual and no no, no matter how much we care for them. It hurts, y'all. It really does because you're like, man, I think that this can work. I can really be this way. But there is something that I'm missing because God sees it. It's something that that the Lord is getting me to understand. Hey, look, wait. I've also heard this on guys' side too. Um, some guys have um, said that they had to end relationships because the Lord stopped them. Let me tell y'all, it, it is a... And, and those who are being, you know, let go, they don't understand it because they don't have that strong nick-nick, you know, relationship with the Lord. So what they do, they, they personalize it. And I'm like, Lord, bless their heart because they don't really get it. It's sad. And it, it, it hurts on both parts, on both parties, you know. So it's like, man, you know. I would rather wait for God to bless me with who he wants me to to be with because it saves a lot of heartache. And it it doesn't mean like, oh, you know, when the Lord says, hey, this is not your will. It doesn't mean like you automatically stop falling like out of love with that person. No, because when you truly love someone, this is me. When I truly love someone, I love them. Now, I may, you know, do things and say things that I shouldn't say or, you know, I may not uh, be so loving with my words. My words are kind of forceful sometimes, you know. Um, I don't, you know, I actually, I think someone told me, like, sure, you're kind of harsh when you say things. (laughs) And I looked at it as me being more direct, but God is showing me, you know, I have to to also give grace to of how I say certain things. So, um, but some things are going to be harsh, you know, because the truth hurts, but... Um, in those situations that I remember back on, God, the Lord has been showing me, you know, there's a way to express and to say things with the grace of him. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm learning too, you know, every day it's it's learning. But I just want to encourage those of you, 
you know, women that you, you desire to be a wife, but don't let that be your full focus. Let God be your full focus because trust and believe that God knows all and what you need. And so when he is first, what? In your life, you're falling in love with him. You are married to Christ. You are married to Christ Jesus. So in that you have become a wife because you're taking the time to get to know who the Lord God is. Hallelujah. You're taking the time to get to know who the bridegroom is. Hallelujah. And so instead of filling your life up with other men, different dates, and you're just, you know, you're looking so unavailable. Like, come on now, you out with one, one dude, then the next day you out with a second dude. And someone is out there saying, you don't know who God has your husband to be. And you look unavailable. You don't look available in that sense, you know. And, um... And I thank God for helping me to get like this because, you know, even when I am approached out in the streets, people think that I am married. They already think that I'm married. It's because that God is my all in all, you guys. I'll do anything. If the Lord tells me that, you know, he has told me several times that certain relationships like this, this is not my will. I'm gone. I'm like, okay, well, let me let me let them know, Lord Jesus, I'm going to have to walk away. And it's not easy because you're dealing with emotions and everything else. But, you know, when God says something, I got to move. I got to go. And so I pray that we all will fall in love with God and we will allow ourselves not to be so rushed to get into relationship. People are really like, it's sad too. People are like, I want to be married. I want to have, I want to have kids. And like, you know, time is running short. Like they don't understand they run into disaster when they're rushing their own selves. To get into something that they think that is for them. And then guess what? They're going to be miserable for the rest of their life. Because they jumped into something being led by the wrong spirit. Hello. (laughs) So, let me encourage you. Fall in love with God. Get to know who created you. Get to know who cares for you. Get to know who loves you unconditionally. Get to know and allow the, the Lord to really teach you shape and mold you into who he has created you to be so that when you are found by who God created you to be with you are complete in Christ Jesus so it's not yeah marriage is not easy you have to work but at least all the other stuff would be kind of taken care of you know what I mean (laughs) but there's always going to be something that you have to work through and that's why it's good to be wrapped with the third cord in your marriage. It's the husband and the wife, and that third cord should be Jesus. Hallelujah. Wrap tight. Nothing can enter. Okay? <laughs> so, please understand, men, that when you are um, looking for a wife, and God has sent you. Now, this is the other thing, too. A lot of men, they're not really humble themselves and to really, really solely be before God. And then seek God who who he wants them to be to marry to. A lot of them are just, you know, just going with the wind, you know. They read here, they pray there, and then they're like, oh well, this girl's reaching out to me. Let me entertain her. You know, maybe it'll maybe it'll work with her, you know, instead of saying, God, is this what you want me to do? And then really wait on the answer, you know, because you're you you're delaying your own time. You're delaying the process that it takes for you to actually get right, to be right, to heal right, or to find the 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 woman that God has for you, the wife that God has for you. 
when you are, you know, allowing your space to be filled with all these different types of women. So just be careful. Be very careful. Have discernment. Put God first for real. Like, put him first for real. There's no time limit. Like, God God was before time, okay? There's no time limit. We put time on everything. We rush everything. We buy food from the, for, from the grocery store, and that time, say, two minutes, you put it in for one because you're rushing. It ain't fully cooked. <laughs> Everything is, is rushing. It's just like, come let's Let's get back to just waiting upon the Lord. Let's get back to, come on now, like really trusting in God, knowing that he, he knows everything. He's intelligent beyond intelligent. Amen. Jesus, God is good, y'all. <sighs> I, I'm just so thankful. You know, because strong marriages are important, y'all. God, he created marriage for our enjoyment. And he he put it as good. It's good. You know, marriage is supposed to be joyful and it's it was created by God. So how are you going to be married to someone and you ain't even seek God who created marriage? I'm just saying. Because <laughs> God knows your heart. Okay? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to help someone today. Praise the Lord. So God bless you all. I just pray that we continue, continue to just enjoy learning and growing in God enjoy loving him and allow him to love upon us because God is so good he cares and he really wants us to take our time to get to know who he is there's a lot of things that we have we have gotten ourselves connected to that God kind of deliver us from there's things that's been deeply rooted embedded since childhood way before childhood that God sees and if we take the time to really allow the Lord to heal us and grow us and mature us then guess what everything else that he has for us will come without any forcing without any rushing thank you Lord Jesus so I praise God for the reading of the word of God I thank the Lord for what he has given me and I pray that you all received a word as well in Jesus' mighty name, because, you know, huh, it's the word of God. It's relevant. It's living. So it's applied to, it, it's being applied to our right now lives in Jesus' mighty name. So God, I thank you. God, I praise you. And we give you glory for the word in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So, hey, look, I am always and I will always continue to extend an invite to everyone that is listening that are listening, let me say that correctly, <laughs> that are listening, I am extending an invite to you all to come fellowship, listen to the word of God with my ministry that comes forth, that with my ministry, um, my pastor, Pastor Jimmy Griffith comes forth, giving the word of God every day, seven days a week at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I pray that you all would be able to dial in at 773-922-8270. Again, that number is 773 773- 
922-8270. There you can be able to be connected and receiving what God has for you, what the word is for you to be uplifted, to be encouraged, to be corrected. There's so many different things that we need from the Lord. And so I pray that we all will be able to just get in position. Amen. Praise the Lord. And also, if you have been listening in and you have been join, joining in on the conference calls and you're like, well, how can I be a part of this? How can I be a member with this ministry? It's really easy. All you have to do is just go to the website, liloc.net, and click join and boom, you are now a member of Lalak Ministry. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and so also, if you're on the website, you might be seeing um, the book, the Lilac book, which was also written by my pastor. So I want to encourage you, if you are interested in even purchasing a book, you can see the tab there is going to say buy book, buy the Lilac book. Um, for those of you who are listening and you um, are overseas and you can't get really get the book or, um, you know, you're, you're in state or wherever you are and you're financially not able to purchase this book at this time, you have the opportunity to actually read the book for free by simply downloading the Lilac, the Lilac app. Amen. It will probably come up as spaces, but it's the Lilac app. So praise the Lord. I pray that you all will be able to just continue to grow. And as we grow, as we know and gain knowledge, we do better. Amen. Praise the Lord. So I pray that you all will continue to just love on God and allow God to love on you and allow ourselves to continue to grow in God. In the name of Jesus, because guess what? Jesus loves you. He died for you. So let's continue to honor, honor the Lord Jesus with everything that's in us. Amen. God bless y'all. Jesus. <laughs>